Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is episode number 169. This week on the show, I've got an incredible conversation with Morgan and Brandon of the band Horizon. Uh, that's spelled H-R-Z-N. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with them, definitely want you to go check them out after this conversation. Really think that a lot of you are going to enjoy them. I'm calling it now. They're on the verge of fucking blowing up. They're going to be a big name. Um, it's not a question of if, it's just a matter of when. And I think it's coming up very, very soon. Um, had a great time talking with these two. We talked about all kinds of stuff. The formation of the band, which happened just before COVID lockdowns. Um, using music as a sort of therapy release um, to process feelings and things like that. Uh, we talked about their two new singles, Wonderland and Death Row. Uh, huge, like stamp of approval you guys need to go check out those two songs at least if you're going to not check them out for some reason i don't know why but uh (laughs) had an again an awesome time talking to them we talked about uh the australian music scene a little bit and some of the influences there um even though they're an american band uh you can obviously still draw influence from wherever so we talked about that um Again, everything revolving around their sound and what's next for them and where their their vision for this project is, uh, all the way to closing out the the conversation talking about the best type of pickle. Um, So, you know, if you wanted to hear it, we probably talked about it. So let's just dive into this. This is my conversation with Morgan and Brandon of the band Horizons. Um, so to kick things off, I do start with the same boring ass question every time. Simple introduction. Who are you guys? Little background on yourselves in the band. Yeah, um, I'm Morgan. I'm the vocalist of Horizon. And everything else. No, 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 no. I'm Brandon. I play bass. Uh, I joined, I think it's a little over two years ago. Yeah. Right? And so yeah, I started it um, kind of right in the middle or right, I guess it's right before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when music writing started kind of happening was during the pandemic. Yeah. So yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. Cause I had noticed that in the notes that I had that, you know, you guys start kind of forming the the band, COVID shuts everything down. Yeah. It, as bad as COVID is, it's almost kind of a blessing too, though, right? Because it gave you so much time to like really create and figure out what this was going to be. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's a, it was a big thing too, because I feel like for a lot of people, um, you know, it was a really hard impact on everyone's like mental state. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like having that, that like time and that creative outlet was super, super helpful, at least for like me keeping my my noggin in, in like a good place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. You know, you guys are very much without being on the nose, very much mental health focused within your music and writing these, you know, stories and almost these cathartic events. What's it like, you know, funneling your life through the music like that? Uh, 
If anything, I think it's it's mostly just uh, it started out kind of as just a what like my like therapist at the time was like, you should try using like you need an outlet to like right. get these things out in like a healthy you know, positive way. And so I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll just start. I love music. So I'll start writing stuff. And then, uh, yeah, it really did help. It kind of helps you like get everything out. And, um, and then like, after you're done writing something, you get to kind of like step back and like kind of see things from a different perspective, which I think is helpful. Yeah. What's it like, you know, doing that and then talk about the, thing that a lot of casual listeners don't understand right like oh she's so strong for putting out this music and you are but let's talk about the nerves that go into putting something out that you've poured your heart into yeah yeah that's actually um we have uh at least like one or two songs that i have like quite honestly like kind of a hard time playing live um and it's uh you know it's it's difficult because it it is so, you know, so personal. And a lot of times, um, you know, situations are masked by like metaphors or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like overtly expressing the things that have happened. Um, And so like to somebody, maybe they'll totally understand to somebody, maybe it it means something in a different way. Um, But then for me, yeah, it's, it's tricky. It's hard to sometimes get up there and be like, this is literally like most deep dark like secrets (laughs) my literal like journal like written out for everybody to just like listen if they want to yeah and it it is one of those things where like it's it's raw and it's hard to do sometimes but I think you know I talk with a lot of artists about like different measures of success right like obviously we all want to be millionaires because we live in fucking America and we need money, right. but, <laughs> but uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, like, you know, there's something to me and most musicians, I think that's more rewarding when you have someone come up to you and say, thank you for that song. It got me through this thing, or, you know, through your words, I found my voice. What's that been like for you now that you're starting to see that display? Yeah. Um, I think, like one of the most memorable experiences I think that we've ever had was a show that we played last year um, with a band called Archers who we Mm -hmm. ended up becoming good friends with. Um, And there was this like little, little girl that was there. She couldn't have been more than like seven or something like that. Yeah. And she came up to us and had like tears in her eyes and was like, can I hug you? Like, I want to do what you're doing. Like (laughs) I've never, like, it was like her first concert before. And I was like, bro, I I work at like, like a coffee shop during the day. (laughs) What do you mean you want to be like, like, it was like such a jarring experience, but like, I literally like I hugged her and then I was like, thank you. It's so good to meet you. And then I like went back and I just like cried because I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, this is this is amazing. And like I think that's why, you know, we all do like what we do. And you know, it's just me lyrically writing the stuff, but they'll write the music um and put a lot of their own emotions and stuff like that into the music too. And I know that, you know, it's tricky and it's kind of an instance where a lot of times we didn't really have that stuff when we were kids Mm -hmm. and it made it like not completely gone. We, we grew up, we were, I feel like lucky that we grew up in a, in a generation that was like just starting to like tackle these things. Yeah. 
and um, you know, not having it as a as a majority. You know, talking about like, you know, like as a uh, member of the LGBTQ community, uh, I didn't really have people in my like that mm -hmm. I knew that like dealt with that, and so you know, I didn't come out until way later in life, and um, like talking about mental health was not a thing that people could really do openly. Um, and so I think that's just like our biggest goal is that if we, like, if, if, if nobody does it, it's never going to get talked about and it right. will never get better, you know? So like, even though it sucks sometimes <laughs> and it's kind of hard, uh, to do it, it's still like some, you know, somebody has got to take like those steps to do it. So, yeah. Someone's got to take one for the team, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the L. It's fine. <laughs> But I, I think you're right, you know, so I'm I'm 38. So I grew up in what I consider the the golden age of pop punk, right? You know, yeah. I, I had Blink, I had my Kim come out, Fallout Boy, all that. Yeah. And like, they tackle that stuff. But to your point from earlier, it's very wrapped in metaphors, the way that they did the all theirs. Yeah. And I think, you know, you guys are coming into this, this music space now where there's still metaphors, there's still, you know, veils of lyrics but people are much more open about this is a real struggle and it's not just oh he wrote this cool song like yeah there's you know welcome to the black parade is an amazing you know it's a masterpiece yeah but it's riddled in metaphor and it's like okay but what does that mean and whereas you guys are a bit more on the nose with some of it where it's here's exactly what i'm talking about like yeah people go through this yeah absolutely yeah. Um, Brandon, let's talk about, you know, she touched on it here for us, but talk about taking her words and being able to craft music behind it. And I'm going to stick up for you because bassists get shit on all the time. All the time. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, like, it's also like, you know, kind of part of the, the gig where we have to also be self-deprecating as bassists. Right. <laughs> oh, like, no one cares. Like, we don't need to be heard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, especially with, you know, our latest release with Death Row. Um, that one, definitely, you could, like, at least when I was, uh, you know, helping with, with writing it, you could, like, if you, if you could hear um, on the record, like, just kind of the anger and frustration because we were at a point like oh my gosh uh we were we were trying we were like we knew we needed to get these songs done um if we wanted it to get out on time and everyone was just like kind of you know pissed off at each other and like almost really done with like so songwriting and maybe even like the band in general but um I literally sat down and Morgan Mor Morgan like had was crying um and you know was like really pissed off at everyone because we just couldn't like get anything done so, I had this like this like idea and yeah. I was like th I this is like literally I have this idea I right. need I like need help because I am super unfortunate and that I am not as talented as the rest <laughs> of it like I can't play an instrument so I'll mm -hmm. just like I feel like it should go like this, but they're just like, Morgan, what does that even mean? That doesn't right. mean anything to us. Like, yeah, there, were, there, were, there was a huge disconnect. And then like, when we got home, I sat down and I was like, like Morgan, like I literally like, give me like five minutes and I'll do exactly like what you tell me. And so, you know, we sat down and just hammered like these chords out. And then she was like, 
yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I think like an hour later, it was like 90% done. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. But (laughs) just like, you know, throughout the whole thing and I was just like, all like the pent up anger was just, you know, you know, put into that. Um, And it really, I'm sorry, sorry, my mom's calling me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And you know, it, a lot of it could just be in that, sh- you know, short term, I mean, like in that moment of like mm-hmm. emotion, but, you know, also in my head, just conceptually, I really wanted to, with the music, kind of convey that, ang- like, you know, anxiety and, you know, just kind of feeling, at least for me, like it kind of came from a place of feeling um, like you don't know what the heck you're doing and you're just angry about that and having no control um yeah. you know in that sense of just like n- like being helpless um so it was a mixture of both like <laughs> hello sir <laughs> it's a mixture of both like you know long-term mental health struggles and just uh in that moment like w- the feeling of anger and frustration uh, yeah. kind of all mixed together and hopefully that comes through on the record at least with the music but um, that's where I came um, from with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the, again, I say I defend bassist because I, in high school, played bass as well. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those things, but I, I think it's an interesting thing for casual listeners. I, do, I think bass gets overlooked, right? Like yeah. they don't dive in deep enough to a song, but for most like full on musicians, if the bass line and drum line isn't there, the rest of the song doesn't matter, you know, like, yeah, it's, you know, it's gotta be. And like, you know, for my, since I was in high school, like I was on the drum line, I played, you know, in, in marching band, I was a drummer. Um, and then like ever since middle school, I was a bassist. So, you know, that foundation of like, you know, the rhythm section is what drives everything else. Like that's like definitely been ingrained, like since I was a kid. Yeah. But I think it helps. It helps exactly what you were just describing, like that that rhythm section, that bass section drives the emotion, right? Like, I don't want to say anyone can play guitar because I can't play guitar either. <laughs> but if someone wants to sit down and learn how to play, technically play guitar, yeah. it can be done. Yes. But there's no. It it's such a. Ooh, I'm gonna get hate for this. Do it. It's got so much, it. It's got so much less emotion in a guitar work than it does in bass and drum. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree 100 percent Yeah. Because you know, and the thing is, is like people, and you know, not to diss you, but I think people no, yeah. like they gravitate towards melody and they gravitate mm-hmm. towards, you know, the things that are very up like on the forefront of the song. Right. Um, but you know, if you, if you like really take out like the bass and drums from a lot of like, especially for pop punk, I think. Yeah. Just like, it won't mean the same. It won't hit the same. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about, you've, you've been doing this creation, if you will, um, and been releasing and, and building this fan base. What's it been like seeing, you know, from the ground up this kind of, uh, semi-rabid fan base that you're starting to get right like <laughs> the people that love you that have found you already are in love with you guys yeah i think we just got 
like insanely lucky, honestly, like one of the biggest, I think the biggest things is that here where we live in Denver, in Colorado, um, we're just, I think, insanely lucky to have a really, really like great community of like mm-hmm. musicians, like the music scene here is unlike, and especially now after, you know, we've been on tour for the first time seeing like the other communities, like we've, we met amazing people on the road and like, like incredible musicians and super kind people, yeah. but it's almost like we were like away from our family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all of the bands that are here and then their fans, it's like you, you know, you play a show with them and they're like, I came here for, you know, this is my cousin playing in the band, but I don't care. I'm going to listen to you now. Cause you played with them. And like, they're just, right. <laughs> everybody here is so just kind and like supportive. And honestly, I feel like a large part of like what we have from like online or like people listening to our music and stuff like that, it has stemmed from just like this little community that's here. And I don't think we would be anywhere without, you know, all of the other, the people in this community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's dive into to some of your newer releases. Um, so let's start with, with Wonderland. That's where I actually found out about you guys. Um, talk about, you know, the thing I don't ask about anymore, and especially with you guys being kind of on the nose with some of your, your lyrics and stuff. Anyway, I don't ask the direct meaning behind a song anymore. Yeah. Stop doing it years ago because I don't want to take the meaning away from anybody. Um, and the story that I love telling is, the prime example of that is uh, Dave Grohl was on the Kelly Clarkson show a while back, like a few years ago. And she was talking about how she loves the song Learn to Fly. And she's like, it's got all these pretty metaphors and whatever. And he's, I'm really glad it means that to you. I literally wanted to learn how to fucking fly a plane. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, classic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's uh, just reaffirmed why I was like, cool, I'm done asking what that song means because, like, somebody's going to be like, oh, it's about, you know, my dead dog or whatever. And that's yeah. going to be like, fuck, that's not what I thought at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that, um, let's talk about, you know, kind of building this song and I don't want to say it's a full evolution of your sound, but it definitely does start pushing the envelope from what you guys had previously been doing. Um, talk about that, you know, obviously a conscious decision to, to grow sonically as well. Um, but what goes into to building Wonderland for you guys? Um, I think it actually started out as music first. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, one of our guitarists had started out uh, making like like an orchestral thing. Um, and we had talked about for a little while how we wanted to get like not necessarily darker, but like a little, like a, a little, like a little, heavier. yeah, a little heavier, a little outside of the like, I guess, safe box that we had been kind of living in, in this like normal pop punk. Yeah, pop punk rock like yeah. world that was like it felt safe. It felt like okay, well we we can write the song. We know relatively what we're doing because this is like all of our first bands. So right. you know we didn't really know. What we were doing. Yeah. Uh, and now we're like okay, well now we all know each other. Like we've been playing together for a while. 
um, you know, let's kind of like tiptoe out of that. And so we decided to like kind of, I guess, like turn this orchestral thing that one of our guitars had written into kind of like a story. Mm -hmm. And because we wanted to make it a story, I was like, oh, well, let's like, let's go with like a, just a straight classic, like one of the best stories that we can think of, which is, you know, like all of the themes of Alice in Wonderland and all of the craziness that happens in those books and, you know, like how different things can tie to different things. Yeah. Boom. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think, you know, it is interesting, especially the, the Wonderland, um, themes and the Alice in Wonderland, you know, tie in to some extent with, it's such a fucking cliche, but going down the rabbit hole of mental health, right? Like, that's exactly where this is, is, you know, okay, I'm, I'm falling through this, this rabbit hole, trying to grab onto anything I can. And now when I'm in the feels, I don't know what's real anymore. And I, I'm just looking for my, my way out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So talk about, uh, you know, playing on that in the music video. And also I harp on this all the time because fans don't pay attention to it. Let's talk about how fucking expensive music videos are, right? Like as a DIY band. Oh my God. Yeah. Speaking of. Yeah. So with both music, I mean, like there were both, you know, we did it ourselves and everything. Yeah. Um, I shot the, so I shot both of the music videos that we did for both the song and for death row um with one of our like best friends she has like no experience (laughs) with anything she was just like I'm here to help what can I do I love you guys and I'm like I love you let's do this and so she did a great job yeah Yeah. we just basically like had our friends like I'm like here is the settings I believe in you you're a beautiful person with great artistic vision so you just do what you do you know yeah Oh. But at least for Wonderland, like we that one, we tried to not spend as much. We were able to go on site to a castle out in, in, near Pueblo, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we it just was free. Yeah. Like we literally just drove up and un- unloaded all of our gear <laughs> and then just started filming. And, you know, we, re- we were really, really like lucky and grateful that the owner of the place who built it by hand, by the way, it's called if you want to look it up, it's called Bishop Castle. He literally built it from junk he found from the highway. It was really, really sketchy to walk around. There's Um, literally like you walk up to the building and there's literally on giant like wood slats, like enter at your own risk. Like you might die if you go on this. If you die, we are not liable. I'm like, I am here for it. So um, at least that one, like, you know, the budget for us was just snacks and gas just to get ourselves there. Yeah. Um, You know, compared to like a lot of our, we've actually been really lucky to not have to spend too much on a lot of our music videos yeah. uh, I think we we splurged a lot for death row but Wonderland at least uh it was the costumes so we dressed up like <laughs> I don't know like Renaissance like yeah. night yeah, kind of yeah. yeah and then, um that was about it for how much what we spent for that right? yeah so DIY bands gotta gotta if yeah, yeah like, sorry what was that i said you got to do what you can do right like yeah. yes you know it's a shoestring budget and the reason i bring it up about you know fans don't really grasp it is because like 
I think, especially over COVID, music videos don't matter as much anymore to a lot of people, it feels like. But then when yeah. you put, put so much into such a theatrical music video to tie into the story, it's like, please go watch it because we, <laughs> we tried really hard, you know? Yeah. And especially considering like Morgan, you know, did a lot of the filming and editing, you know, and like that took much longer than than filming it like the filming it took you know maybe an afternoon right right which we think i definitely think we did it way quicker than we were originally planning because we were not expecting it to snow oh gosh it was not it was supposed to be a warm <laughs> afternoon yeah. and then we were there and all of a sudden it started snowing and it dropped like 40 degrees oh my god yeah and we were like I want to go home. Like if if you look closely, you can see everybody's it's fingers like, are blue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like everyone has like red noses and yes. we're like sniffling. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. All of the outtakes are people just like trying <laughs> to like rub their hands together to stay yeah. warm. But it, we did get really cool shots from it like with, yeah. the, with the snow coming into the castle yeah. behind us. So, but yeah, that that um, you know, just the fact that like there was just so many hours just to edit down. And then it's like yeah. a couple hundred views and we're like, Morgan works so hard for this. Oh, and I, I just like, I, it's cause some people are super visual. Um, yeah. You know, some people are, I'm actually, um, I'm deaf in one of my ears. So I try to be very mindful of people, you know, who are maybe hard of hearing. Uh, they want to still be able to experience music in different ways. You know, they want to yeah. be able to feel it. They want to be able, which we, you know, goes back to, a lot of the like rhythm section that that matters for that too you know yeah. because people can yeah. literally feel, feel that yeah. and then like if it's... people are visual they want to see the story even if they can't you know hear it or something like that yeah. uh so i'm like let's do it anyway even <laughs> though it's not gonna happen like too many people won't click on it but whatever because like the couple of people that do maybe they super love it you know or super hate it because you remember that one comment about uh the uh, oh the nail, nail polish, polish. <laughs> so you know it, this, like the music video has been out for like a couple of weeks already but then we get this comment from this guy saying like i really love this song but i just can't get into it because of the guy having nail polish and it's like yeah. <laughs> so like, he literally he, was like i can't i'm not gonna like you would have had a fan in me but unfortunately, you like paint your nails. Yeah. And it's like, what does that have to do? Bro, with, in 2023, though, for with real? How, with how we like, like, if you found us on Spotify, you would have known that we had nail polish on. Yeah. You right. would not have known the difference if I was playing bass with or without nail polish. Yeah. But because, like, I don't know, it's, it's so crazy. People are wild. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it kills me because, you know, like Morgan said there, it's 2023, first off. But like, <laughs> Even aside from that, go back into the 80s and tell me that yes. David Roth, Bon Jovi, you oh. know, like, come on. like All the glam metal bands are wearing full faces of makeup. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing a Kiss and, shirt right now. Like, right. you're literally yeah, wearing full face of makeup, yeah. hairspray, leather tight. Like, come on, man. Yeah. That's, it's, it's super rock and roll to have nail polish. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, it's one of the most rock and roll things you yeah. can do. Like, that it's and a high blowout. That's it. <laughs> 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 for real i should start selling my hair like that yeah. <laughs> tease it yeah right yeah no and like i i can't even fathom like how easy must your life be that that's the problem that you have you know what i mean I, like 
man, you have not a care in the world if fingernail polish is the thing that sets you off. Yes, seriously, for real. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, so moving, you know, into to death row, after seeing kind of the the experience with uh, Wonderland and knowing where you guys were sonically, what did that feel like to you know bring to the table and kind of not fully go in another direction, but again, like push that boundary to like, okay, so you saw that side here we are again, like, look, we're still growing as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said before the, that whole feeling of uh, not having control and just like, you know, the anxiousness, the anxiety and like being uncomfortable, like we seriously just like, you know, dove right into that. And we were like, uh, we were we were talking to just about like we wanted to you know feel like for the listener like feel weird feel yeah. like, you know almost disjointed feel um and you know give that sense of um you know just just that like ick right yeah you know, like, like for we, a lot of a lot of songs it'll you know it maybe rises and falls and stuff like that and that's you know usually we try to follow some sort of that like a good that sort formula. of pattern yeah. but we were like let's just make it as chaotic as possible from the beginning yep. and then it never calms down yeah, because right. that's just like that's just like the feeling we like wanted to give yeah and then like you know you were saying the wanting to kind of like push the boundary a little bit I think that a lot of times um a lot of times musicians or not not even necessarily like musicians but like people in general get comfortable in what they know and they are like, this is what I know. This is what I am comfortable with. I'm going to do this every single day kind of thing. But, um, as artists and like, especially artists who are all of us are severely mentally ill, (laughs) (laughs) there's no, like, there's no really good way to convey like the same thing, you know, multiple times or like stay in this comfortable box. And so war yeah so if you if you stretch out a little bit um you know and try to you know maybe express like if this is like you know our home base for music we kind of reach out a little bit past there and just kind of like try to play with different things depending on what you know we're trying to convey with the music and stuff like that or just because we really want to experiment with you know, some sort of certain genre where like, you know what, we want to just go really heavy for this song because we haven't done that. And that sounds fun. So let's do it. Like, it turned out pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, for sure. And I I think, you know, the one of the beautiful things about the age of music that we're in right now, the era of music, whatever we're going to call it, (laughs) is that so many people I think COVID really opened this door a lot as well, but so many people, especially in this pop punk alternative music scene are so welcoming to different genres anyway. So then it's like, oh, cool. They added some metal elements. I'm into that. That's fine. Or, you know, hey, they had synth over here. That's fucking cool. Let's go see that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, and the bands that we were listening to around the time that we were writing, uh, a lot of their songs were like they had a lot of crossover elements from like trap rap music or you know like you said like metal elements or you know a lot of electronic elements and so like uh we were influenced a lot by 
by them. I think we were listening to like Red Hook and Stand Atlantic a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, so we wanted to like get, you know, take kind of like pieces of what they were doing, you know, and then see yeah. like how like how far we could just kind of kind of push it. So yeah. Not to make this podcast about them, but I had Emmy from Red Hook on the uh, mental health podcast that I do. What? And, yeah, let's talk oh, about how Emmy. badass they are. You know, oh they're so cool. Yeah, um, and it was I... it's cool seeing them like tour together. I know, like yeah, they were play, they were uh, San Atlantic and and Red Hook were were playing a lot of like festivals and shows lately. Mm -hmm. yeah, cool but not in, the not in the United States. So I talked to Emmy about that. So yeah. the problem is, uh, especially their DIY as well. Yeah. Um, I actually had Jake from between you and me on as well. And he mentioned it just to get the band to the U S because of all the fucked up laws and visas and all yeah. that shit they have to get. It's almost $20,000 just for them to get over here. Oh and God. then whatever the cost of touring is on yeah. top of it. like, it's insane. Bro, if I had $20,000. Oh, I, I told her the same thing. I was like, like I'll give you the lottery. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Like literally like just, I just, I would, you know, we really, yeah. really we, we saw Stan Atlantic, but we really want to see Red Hook. We also yeah. talk about as a band all the time. We're like, what if we low key just like moved, moved to, Australia to Australia just for funsies? What <laughs> yeah. if we, did? I know that it's not really possible, but what but if. Their, their music scene's insane though. I, I mean. It's so good. Uh, I joked with Emmy that it's probably cheaper for me to fly to like the UK because they're on a UK run right now. Yeah. I'm like, it's probably cheaper for me to fly to the UK and see you at a show there than it would be to get you here. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah. Um, but no, the Australian music scene is, I think you guys do fit into that kind of mold for lack of a better term, but like between yours truly, Red Hook, uh there's a band called eat your heart out like there are so yeah they're so <laughs> under fucking rated um <laughs> but that that music scene has been blowing up as well so i do think there's a lot of you know the more things are different quote unquote from country to country they're still kind of the same when it comes to this type of space where people are acknowledging like okay i'm a little fucked i need <laughs> this type of music or i need you know whatever yeah. to help me get through yeah, absolutely. I'm. I'm also side note, like because you mentioned "Eat Your Heart Out," I, I will admit that uh, I may or may not have lifted a riff uh, from them, <laughs> and you know maybe like it inspired uh, some of Death Row. But I just want to give them credit to where. Yeah. <laughs> what song? Uh, it's from their new album. Uh, I can look it up right now. We're gonna actually. fight. Hey, why, why are we fighting? I had, I've told you, I've told you this before. I had Cato on the, uh, the podcast as well, like, uh, two or three months ago. So you just have like, awesome. all like the coolest. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I lift, I might've lifted it from down off their new album. So Interesting. Not, it's not a direct like interpolation and stuff, but, but you yeah. like, to it and you were like I'm gonna take I need to do something like this well I just the chords and, and yeah. stuff might have been you know I might have taken it and put it in but yeah, yeah. Anyway. hey imitation's the the most sincere form of flattery right like yeah. <laughs> no I I think you know especially nowadays like let's be Hi! We're back! <laughs> Yay! Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, you're, you're all good. Um, no, what I was getting ready to say before I froze was, uh, 
I think, you know, especially nowadays, like there's not a song that hasn't been written, right? Like it's the same four chords, just in different arrangements, different octaves, different speeds. Like, yeah, it's so there's, um, oh, I'm going to forget the name of that fucking, it's like a little comedy group over in the UK. Axes of Awesome. Yes. And they do the, the four chords and it's like, 62 yep. different songs that they can do with those four chords I, I, they're hilarious yeah but yeah it basically proves the point where it's like every pop song ever written <laughs> is just the same four chords and like that was like kind of like part of why you know we we went this direction because we wanted to get away from the same four chords and why like you know it just from trying to be different like that's how the the sounds that we came up with like came to be so yeah um so obviously without giving anything away what can fans kind of expect you've dropped death row now you've got the video out it's only been out for a short time but what's 2023 looking like for you guys you just finished up a tour like how's this progressing forward for you yeah um we have some things planned uh (laughs) for the fall Um, and then also for the spring of next year, um, we're hoping to just kind of continue on in the pattern that we've kind of been going, um, just cause we, you know, we happened to, we just got to meet like so many amazing people and, uh, got to do so many incredible things. And we're kind of just hoping to continue doing those things. I'm so sorry. My dog is in the trash right now. Oh my dog! I have a I have a uh, a Chihuahua, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love him with my entire heart. But he is a tiny, tiny demon. How did you get this out of the trash? Um, I I have a cat that is the exact same way. Like if you leave anything, she's gonna either knock it off the counter. Like she loves fucking straws for some reason. She will <laughs> literally pull them out of a cup and just take off through the house with it. I'm like, Aww. what, what are, why? <laughs> why I love are you that doing that? so much. Yeah. Oh my it, gosh. It's insane. Yeah. We love them. We love them. We love our animals. Right. But they're also, they're like tiny, tiny bastards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. He literally pulled it at, like, so our garbage can's closed. So I don't know how we got on it, but anyway, uh... <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um, so those things that you can't fully disclose yet, yeah. are we looking towards touring potentially? Is that more new music? What's that kind of look like? Yeah, um, kind of all of the above. Uh, I know that we're trying to, because we did just kind of go west. We're hoping mm-hmm. to um, explore different areas, um, whether that's heading straight, like doing south, whether that's doing east coast, whether that's doing just going like straight through the thick of it in the middle, yeah. like the middle of the country, which is always, it's always nervous to think about doing that. But, uh, you know, there's still so many amazing people that like, we've gotten a chance to talk to that live in those States and stuff. And like, yeah. you know, we kind of realized that, uh, you know, when we did this last tour, I think the two cities that we had probably the, like probably the most fun in was like Salt Lake city in Utah and Albuquerque Albuquerque. in New Mexico which we were like oh well like California is going to be great and whatever but like it's those those areas are the ones that like need that you know like they they are big cities like they're major cities they have representation they have great bands there too but it is in a little more I don't want to say like oppressive areas but like you know restrictive I guess for like kind of 
things like that. So, yeah. you know, going Midwest might be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And somehow I knew looking at the, the previous tour that you just did, I knew Albuquerque was going to be one of them that you named. Yeah. I had so many bands that are like, Albuquerque or anywhere New Mexico, really, it always feels like a hole in the wall, but they're like, they bring energy. Every yeah, time. it really showed out. It was yeah. incredible. Like, I think we had, honestly, because we had a home show yeah. and I think there were, it was like more packed and people were just like having a blast at, in a city we had never been to and never met any of these people, yeah. but they're like, you know, it's, it was what a Saturday night in Albuquerque and yeah, they're like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> And like, it was, it's so funny. And, you know, it just goes to show like how supportive they are. Like literally our waiter, we had pizza, like, you know, a couple of hours before our set. And like, we were just, our, our wait, we were just talking to our waiter and he was, we were like, dude, you should come. If you're like off of work in time, like we're going to be playing literally a block, like on the corner right there. Yeah. And he was like, all right, yeah, bet I'll, I'll show up. He did. He came he and he stayed the entire night. Yeah. Literally until we were like packing up and bringing stuff to like our U-Haul. Yeah, he was yeah. like there talking to us. I was like, this is such so, a great city. What it was, it was, it was really awesome. Yeah. To, to yeah. See, so. yeah. See, and that's, that's the cool stuff. Like I'm going to dog on Chicago because I go to Chicago a lot, but like <laughs> bigger cities like Chicago, like you don't get that as much because yes. there's so much for them to do all the time. And it's like, eh, whatever yeah. I'll, I'll catch another band tomorrow night instead or whatever Absolutely. um or like there's a a string of venues that are all within like one square mile of each other in chicago so it's literally like if you don't like what's happening at beat kitchen you can go over to lincoln hall if you don't like that you can go to the subterranean if you don't like that like holy shit right. I, I can't have all these options you know yeah right? yeah i need one dive bar yeah. and that's all i got and i know that if i go to that dive bar something's gonna happen gonna be lit, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's i mean for me i'm i'm based a little bit north of indy and we've got you know four or five really good venues but it's kind of that same thing like on any given night it's one of them has a great show the others have like eh, if i'm bored maybe i'll go see it right um, yeah. but yeah, it, I think that's the cool thing, again, with like New Mexico. I hear that a lot about, um, honestly, Colorado, Utah sometimes, uh, Oregon's another one that people just like, when yeah. we're there, it blows up. Yeah. yeah. We, we should make our way out to the Pacific Northwest. We'll just do all. Yeah. 50 yeah. state tour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that includes Alaska and Hawaii. So good luck. <laughs> I'll do it. Well, we did. I mean, uh, what is it? The folks from Worth for Wear. Or we're like, oh yeah, a band we met in uh in Vegas. Vegas. They they had just played in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, it was crazy. So yeah. you know, it's possible. Yeah, no, it's possible. I just what kind of I guess I don't know what kind of turnout do they get because they can't get concerts that often, right? So maybe it uh, is yeah. like crazy good. Yeah. Or maybe it's so obscure that people are like, yeah, no, we don't go to shows. Yeah. yeah. I have no yeah. idea. I I couldn't imagine, you know, in the middle of Alaska. Got a moose in the crowd just trying yeah. to mosh like their dogs to get there. Awesome though. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'd play outside in Alaska. Let's be very real about that. Like no, you you're asking for frostbite or <laughs> mm -hmm. God knows. Yeah. yeah. Some a bear. Yeah. Some Yeah. Polar bear. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so obviously, um, you know, moving into the end of the year, into next year, the grandiose plan is release as much. Yeah. Release as much new music as possible. 
So for you guys, you, you don't really do a ton of features so far, but who are some people that you're like, man, if we could get a, a wish list put together, who would you want to feature with you guys? We were literally talking the other day, we were talking about how we wanted, um, let's see. Derek? Yes, from yeah. State Champs. Yeah. Uh, we were like, that would be so freaking neat. Also, um, there's a song that we released when we released our full length album last year. Um, we did a, a collaboration with two other female fronted bands here in Colorado. Um, and I think doing something like that would be incredible, whether it was like other female artists or um, non-binary artists or something like that. Um, just kind of like, while it would be so absolutely sick to do something with like stage amps or something or somebody else, but it'd be cool to do like a, you know, like a, cause you hear a lot of guy bands, they always like combine together. Like you have, uh, what's that, where... Is that where we belong? Where I belong, or something? That's like a combination of like. Oh, it's like yeah, a, where I belong. It's yeah. uh, We the Kings, Simple Plan, and State Champs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like something like that, but like with female artists would be so sick. Yeah. So I think it that was, would be yeah beautiful. I mean, hey, yeah. then we'll just get yours truly in San Atlantic, Bond from San Atlantic. So yeah, <laughs> we'll get Emmy. Yeah, we'll just get yeah. all the Australians. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say Emmy, Emmy and Michaela did uh, the song Imposter yeah. together. They did, so. yeah. That was I, I love that. I guess we gotta fly out to Australia. <laughs> it's sounding like if we want to do this, we have to be <laughs> <in> Australia. <laughs> it would be so cool. I've I've said before too, like I was talking to uh David from the band Bellhaven, and I said that you know, like Australia is a place that I would love to visit. I would consider moving there, but they have way too many fucking deadly animals and shit that I don't oh want to fuck gosh. with. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Literally, my like biggest fear, and I I feel like I shouldn't put this out there. I don't want to put this <laughs> out there that might be, but like bugs, uh-huh. uh, nothing like, and I hate to be like a cliche, but literally bugs are like the I don't I don't like them. I respect them. I respect right. their job in nature. You know, I hope they continue to do what they do outside. But the moment they come inside, I'm terrified. So I could I don't think I could live with something that's like a spider the size of my head. You know oh, what I, I would mean? Be fine. <laughs> I think it'd be worth See, it. you say that, but he told a story. Uh, it's on the Musicians for Mental Health podcast. Uh, he was like 12 years old or something like that. He was pretending to be asleep for his parents, you know, because they were yeah. checking his room or whatever. Yeah, but maybe. he uh, he went to flip the cover off of him for some reason. And there, he saw something on the wall. Well, his cover had brushed it. It was a fucking huntsman spider the size of your hand. No. And it fell off the wall. Hang on. It gets so much worse. It fell off the wall and he goes, I swear to God, it like stretched all its legs out and like hovered down to the floor. And by the time he turned the light on, he couldn't find it. And I'm like, I would have set the house on fire and left. I'm done. I am out. I'm down. Get rid of it. I, yeah, I would move immediately. Like this is his house now. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. That is how you own property. Terrible. Spider. Dude, that's, that's like, terrifying. They have like flying spiders out there. It's I could like see, crazy. I couldn't do it. I yeah, couldn't it's do nuts. It. It's nuts. Yeah, absolutely. That's why their music is so good. Yeah, they yeah, got so much they have so fear, much fear and, and adrenaline. In there. That's yeah. why they San Atlantic named their album Fear. Yeah, it's just about. Fun. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever get to interview Bonnie, I'm asking her if that's what it's yes. for. <laughs> like, yeah, it's because a kangaroo was chasing me and it's gonna beat my ass. So there you go. Awesome. Um, so kind of my wrap up questions lately are, have been, I bought this game called hot takes 
and it's supposed to just be shitty takes, but some of them are really good. Um, So I've been asking people two different cards, and then we go into the the outro here. But uh, for you guys, the first one that I pulled is very fitting, and that is that mental health coverage should always be included in health insurance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Health insurance, one, should be free, and that should include mental health coverage. Yes, absolutely. A thousand percent. And teeth. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're telling me like I have to pay separately for, for my bones? for my what, bones that come out of my face and my eyes. Yeah. Like, come on, seriously. Like, that's not part of my bot, my brain, my bone, my mouth bones. Yeah. And my eye, my eye juice balls. Yeah. <laughs> you're no. telling me that these how aren't it, considered part of my body. How is that not included automatically? And also, mouth? they're just people are just out here like raw dog in reality, like. Yeah. How? Oh, yeah. With in the government's just letting them without no. without like prescribed Unreal. medication. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Like me, yeah. I don't. I, don't take medication. <laughs> I should. I probably should as well. But who can afford it? It's so <laughs> right. expensive. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree, and I think you know the thing that's been really cool to see in the mental health realm um, is a a lot of musicians, you know, talking about it more, so it is a little more prevalent and people feel a little less alienated through that. Um, But two is, you know, with kind of the simplification uh, that happened last year with the suicide helpline getting transferred over to 988. Cool. Now I don't have to remember this long ass 1-800 number and hope that I have it. You know, it's much faster. It seems like it's getting more accessible, Mm -hmm. but I think I fall in that that generation that's you know trying to help move it that way but i'm of the old generation where like you didn't talk about your mental health you know what i mean and that's the unfortunate thing is it's the government god damn uh the government (laughs) is still controlled by so many old old bastards that yes we don't talk about these things and that's why none of this works yeah yeah it's such bullshit yes absolutely i agree Fucking term limits, age limits. God damn it. Let's so much. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I, I, I think the same thing too about driver's license. Like once you hit a certain age, you have to like it's funny because one of these cards, it's not the next one I have for you, but one of the cards is that the older you get, the the more frequently you should have to take your driver's test. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Retest when you're you hit like 50. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. It's right here. Elderly people should have to retake the driver's test. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There are so um, many times that I have... I think, I don't even think it's just an elder. I think it's just in general people. I mean, people I think, should just, especially after tour, the amount of people oh. that I saw that I was like, how are I'm you driving? Yeah. I feel like every, just in general, every couple of years, people should have to take the driver's test again. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and it varies from state to state. Like, not that I want the federal government to have that much control, but realistically, that should be a federal level like yeah. standardization of every state, this is the test you take. I have an Arizona driver's license. It expires in like 2070. Yeah, this doesn't expire. Like, what? tell what? me, <laughs> yeah, like, tell me why that's legal. No. Like, I literally, my driver's license is good for like the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in Indiana. It's every four years for us. We yeah. See, no, that. Arizona, you're good. You yeah. do it one time, you're fine. Yeah. That like, coming from the state that has the most head on collisions because people right. are going down the wrong way on the highway. Yeah. So 100%. There you go. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, the next one for you guys is the best pickle shape is the spear. Yes. Okay. I, wait. 
So there's ships, right? And mm-hmm. he loves Chips, those. spears, and then the first I'm thinking, ba- I'm thinking like baby. Oh, baby, you like baby yes. bills are like my favorite. Uh, in in in, but the Corinthians. If that's <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're called? No, the ger- Gersher or Gersher yeah, or something like Ger- that? Yeah. Ger- Gherkin. Oh, Gherkin. Oh, yeah. 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 Gotcha. You're talking like actual. Like the baby dills. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. I like the, but I guess those are technically like, well, I guess that would be a whole pickle, huh? That wouldn't be a spear. Yeah. Well, is that a shape? Like how, ba- how baby carrot is like a shape of carrot? <laughs> anyway, I mean, I so, yeah, in my I opinion, know. like pick, like pickle chips yeah. are best fried but if i want just a straight up pickle mm. spears that's fair yeah, yeah. That's a fair i would t- i would agree it's very situational yeah, yeah. yeah. or like, if you have obvi- a sandwich you don't want to have like a whole lot well ah uh, like a hoagie yeah that might be good yeah yeah spear, spear would be okay yeah situational. exactly yeah that's fine on like a sub or a hoagie yeah, yeah. but i want chips on a burger, burger. yes right absolutely and then does relish count for hot dogs like Oh, oh, yeah. See, that's like you got like mushed. But people. then you have like <laughs> Chicago dogs that you have a whole ass spear on that. Uh, yeah. So situational, man. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's like, this is why pickles <laughs> are, I love pickles. They are very <laughs> versatile. It's... Pickles are, ju- p- pickles like people are beautiful in all, all shapes. shapes. <laughs> yeah. And we love them all. So. <laughs> Do we really love them all? There are some flavors of pickles that's that probably don't fair. need to exist. That's super fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, I, I don't know. I, I I just love any type of pickle. I'm a, pickle. I'm a fiend. So <laughs> apologies for the dogs as well. No, you're all they good. Pickles. Yeah, they're all good. Um, so that's kind of everything I've got for you guys. What I normally uh, do at this point is say, obviously, I'll link all your your socials and everything here, um, but yeah. I want to give you guys the opportunity, plug whatever you want to plug, where can people find you, best way to interact with you online, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we obviously, because we're just all by our lonesomes, we, if you comment, if you send a message, if you whatever, 99% of the time you're going to get one of us, um, usually myself, just because I, that's like all I do is I love talking to the people online. And if they send a message, I'm like, I'm going to talk to you about your entire life story <laughs> now. Um, so, yeah, if you want to send us a message, feel free. Yeah. Um, it's uh, HRZ and Band yeah. on all platforms, right? Yep. Uh, and that's also our website. So. Yeah. Awesome. Which you can also, if you don't have any, um, if you, you know, you don't have access to Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that, all of our music is also on our website under the music tab. You can watch um, the music videos on there. You can, uh, listen to all of the music on there as well. Awesome. Not many people do that anymore. I think they're becoming more popular again, but websites kind of died out in the music yeah. industry there for a while. And now people, are, yeah, people are like, <laughs> Oh shit. Like I should probably have one central place to send people to go, to get merch, to yeah, even yeah. just to connect with us on socials, like just Absolutely. put them in, in a website and it's fine. Yep. HRZNband.com is the website. Awesome. That's everything I've got for you guys. I appreciate your time. I'm really looking forward to some new music and hopefully a Midwest run. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll have to know. stop if we go through Indy or yeah. like that area. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll be there. I <laughs> typically get, and the girls over at Big Picture know this, typically if it's within about four to five hours of me, I'll be there. So that that takes it all the way over to like Columbus, Ohio, Chicago, Kentucky, like 
See, that's why we got to go out that way. Yeah. Because it's so well, easy to hit all those. All we'll, those we'll, we'll, we'll try to make it easy for you so you don't have to drive too far. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Save I, your gas. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, guys. Thank you guys so much for, for doing this. I'm really looking forward to, like I said, the new music and, and blasting you guys as much as possible. You've made the, the Weekend Waves playlist already. So keep it up and we'll keep pushing you. Thank you Thanks. so much. We really, really appreciate you having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. And we'll talk soon. Okay. Okay, right. bye. Bye. <laughs> and that was my conversation with Morgan and Brandon of the band Horizon. Um, again, that is spelled H-R-Z-N. Huge shout out to them. Big thank you for taking the time to do that conversation, for rescheduling because I had an issue, um, a conflict come up. Uh, and yeah, just really stoked about what they're putting out really stoked to see potentially you know the new music that they're hinting towards this year um as well as you know hopefully seeing them on tour soon in the the midwest area i think you know like i said at the beginning they are on the right path it's not a matter of if they blow up it's a matter of when and I think it's coming very, very soon for them. So really, really excited for them. As always, uh, be sure that you show them love. I'm going to have all their socials and everything linked in the description of the podcast. So be sure you go give them a like, share, subscribe, follow. Um, all the free stuff. Let your friends know about them. Let them know that you listen to the podcast, that you... Uh, Maybe you don't agree with the, the pickle question and you want to argue about the best pickle shape or whatever. Uh, just let them know that you listened and uh, I'm sure they're going to be very appreciative of that. And yeah, that's everything I've got for this episode, guys. So as always, I really appreciate everything you do for me. If you could, make sure you are following the podcast, subscribed on whatever platform you use. Uh Give us a, a like, a share, follow on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, those are the primary two that we're active on. And yeah, just really looking forward to bringing you a lot of more, a lot of more, a lot more uh, awesome conversations. Great artist. I've got some already done in just a matter of time for releasing them. I've got several others on the books that I think you guys are going to be excited for and it's going to be some some cool stuff concert seasons here so uh hopefully we'll have some show photography and whatnot up very very soon with some new dates and yeah thank you guys so much so as always remember take care of yourselves take care of each other and you make the scene <laughs>